Hi everyone, this week's guest is R&B singer and songwriter LA. He recently dropped his latest album Trouble in Paradise and stopped by our studio during his tour. On this episode, we talked about the lessons he learned after signing to Atlantic Records, the legacy he wants to leave behind, and being off of social media for two years. We had a fun time during our time machine. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here is LA on Came A Long Way. So you're from my extended family, Atlantic Records. Yes. So this is actually really special for me having you here. Hey, I'm happy to be here. So, so let's start off the um, show with, so you know, as you know, our show is called Came A Long Way. Yep. And I first want to ask you your definition of Came A Long Way. So is there like a particular moment mm-hmm. or a memory that you were like, oh, I really came a long way? Yeah. <clears throat> Goodness, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, I started doing music a long time ago. I was probably like 12, 13. Um, and I think the that moment for me came when I went over to London and uh, sold it out, the my first show in London. And I was like, wow, people really like me. Like, Which year was that? <laughs> this was like 2016, 2017, something okay. like that. Yeah. But it was just like crazy to to go over there because I didn't have really high expectations for people coming, and then I I actually the night of I remember um, my manager coming into the room like hey we sold it out and I'm like that's crazy, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it for sure. And uh, going off of sold out shows, mm-hmm. um, everyone has a different definition for success. For some people, it's for sure. finding happiness. For some people, being able to live on your own terms. Yeah. Uh, what's what's your true definition of success? Yeah, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> uh, me and my friends, I think, like, we we talked about doing what we do now, like, for a long time. I think back then it was more about just being comfortable, being able to support ourselves um, and do what we love to do, you know, and, and just stay comfortable doing it. Um, for me, I just love making music. I love performing. So if I can have a roof over my head and continue doing what I'm doing, then I'm fine. Um, of course, the goal is, of course, to get uh, not necessarily rich, but like you want to be able to sustain yourself for a long period of time and the, and your children's children's children. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and your family. You know what I mean? And then also, you know, your um, extended family, the people that you run with, the people that work for you and the people that kind of like have your back. So um, it's all about at the end of the day, just connecting with the fans for me and then um, being able to take care of the people that I have close to me. And throughout the show, I think we saw a lot in a lot of people's journeys that overcoming challenges is really a big thing. It's yep. a key part of it. For sure. So um, did you have a time where you felt really low? And then how did you kind of overcame that situation? Yeah, I, I think um, working on Trouble in Paradise actually was like um, it got pushed back a few times. And that was kind of discouraging because just as an artist, you never really want to like you're always creating. So it's like, you know, once, you know, three months, six months has passed and you've had this, you've listened to the same record <laughs> like <laughs> 3,000 times. You're like, man, like I can, I have another record I think is like way better than this. Um, Cause you're always thinking like you want to top yourself, you know? Um, and I, I kind of like meta, like put it towards like a metaphor. Like if you're a painter, like you don't want to like, like obviously you want people to see that painting. You know what I mean? You want people to kind of like be able to, look at it and say hey man that's a that's a nice painting <laughs> you don't want people to you don't want to just hold it and just like n- nobody ever get to see it and that's kind of how i felt with trouble in paradise for a long time and i i, I just kind of was like 
at a point where I just was like, I don't know if I really want to um, even put it out at anymore. Like, I just, just being light skinned <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and just being like in my feelings about it. Um, but I think everything happens for a reason. I think uh, it happens in, in, in the right timing. And uh, I've been happy with this tour. I've been happy with uh, the reception from Trouble in Paradise. And yeah, it's been dope. And what usually keeps you going during those tough times? Like, do you have a go-to strategy or, like, a routine that you have? Or uh, Honestly, man, like, um, my mother, <laughs> uh, prayer, you know, um, things like that is just kind of, like, it's, it's, it's important to have people that love you, close to you, you know, to kind of pick you up when you, when you uh, can't pick yourself up, you know. So probably that, yeah. Since, um, like, what inspires your work? It can be a thing, it can be a memory or a person. What's your source of inspiration? Um, I think for me, I tend to go into experiences that I've kind of went through in my own life to kind of like help shape and mold a lot of the concepts and the songwriting in my records um, a lot of the time. I personally, it's kind of hard for me to fabricate stuff so like I have to kind of like go find things that I'm you know relative to like I, I know about you know um so a lot of the stuff that I kind of write and go kind of put in my music is is very transparent vulnerable I think that's why a lot of the fans have kind of been able to connect with it because it's one of those things where it's like you know he's he's going through what, what I'm going through you know so yeah probably that and how how do you think your artistry kind of like developed or evolved after like certain milestones such as like getting signed yeah. or like doing your first major sure. tour like um it taught me uh teamwork <laughs> uh before that i was kind of like more me 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 you know like i, I yeah. wanted to produce everything i wanted to write everything i wanted to you know um i had ideas for you know videos you know i i, I kind of went into the the signing um just like I got this grand vision and I wasn't really like down to play ball. You know, I just kind of was like, you know, I'm going to just do how I think it should go. Um, but over time I've been able to kind of like, um, kind of come out of that, break out of my shell and, you know, work with some great songwriters, work with some great producers and, and honestly make some of the best music that I've made in, in, in my, my career. Um, and, uh, more on the way too. So. <laughs> Yeah. And currently you're on tour for Trouble in Paradise. Yep, yep, yep. And um you have a show tonight, tonight in LA. Yes, at the Troubadour. So everyone make sure you watch sure LA in LA. Yeah, LA in LA. <laughs> the so um how has been your headlining tour going so far? It's going really well. I um wasn't really I, I didn't really have high expectations. Uh, I, I tend to kinda like keep my expectations at a level where it's like <laughs> I like to be surprised, you know. So seeing the fans come out and see, we sold out New York, we sold out Atlanta, and then also like just seeing fans from all over the country come and, you know, drive from different areas of the country and people flying in from, you know, different countries or even like it's like, geez, like for my first headline, they just wanted to be a part of that, you know. And that's just like super special to me, and I just kind of like, I'm humbled by it, and I, it's been like a great experience so far. I've just been like on cloud nine with it. And LA is gonna be crazy tonight too. So make sure if you're in the area, trouble, uh, trouble in paradise tour, the Trump door, and yeah, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, make sure you come through. For sure. <laughs> and how many um, shows do you have left? Uh, after this, we're going to Texas. So um, yeah, three. I think we have three left after this. 
Okay, Amazing. so almost towards the end. So you guys yeah, make sure yeah, yeah. you catch LA in one of those cities. Yeah, if you don't want to book a flight to Texas, make sure you come tonight. And then just kind of like fast forwarding what you just said about yeah. the current tour status. Uh, how would you like your music to be remembered? Oh, man. I, I just, as an artist, I just think that, um, you know, you just want people to relate to it want people to connect to it in a way a, a deeper level than just surface level you know you want people to kind of like have moments with your music uh like like the other night there's a couple that came up in san francisco a couple that came up to me and was like hey like you know we fell in love to your music and this is what your music has ultimately caused and then she raised a picture up and it was a picture of their son oh man and i was that's like so that's cute. so that's so cool you know like they that the music is kind of like it's not just like background noise or you know what I mean it's stuff that really resonates with people and really like people connect with in a real way and like that's all I can really ask for man it's just for fans to just connect with it and um live with it and you know have moments with it you know so and, and that's how it becomes timeless yeah anyways. exactly yeah, exactly. exactly it's not even something I think about it's just something that like I think just ultimately the fans have taken over and made a made it a part of their lives so we came to the fun part of the show, which I usually like to call it. <laughs> and <laughs> so we will give you three different years in the past. And I want to ask you to share an important memory from each of those years. You yeah, ready? Let's do it. First one, 2005. 2005. Um, in 2005, I was a sophomore in high school. And... Um, Definitely lost my virginity in 2005. <laughs> All my bandmates were like, yes, yes, yes. Dave, I've been waiting for this. It was pretty terrible. I didn't know what I was doing, but that's that year. That's the only thing I think about when I think about 2005. So did you came a long way from that experience to <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> For if sure. we're going deep, hundred percent. To go deep. And then what was the other one? It was two thousand. Okay, next one. I haven't. I haven't oh yeah. I mean, okay. Next one, two thousand and ten. This better be good. Two thousand ten. After the really definitely like the truth. better at sex in two thousand ten. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else? I uh. I think I like have put my first like um, like mixtape together like ever. Um, in 2010. So before that, you weren't doing music that much? No, no I was doing music. I was with a group. Um, oh, okay. And then we parted ways, I think, oh nine or 10. What was the name of the group? Uh, we're not going <laughs> to... Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, Continue. no. So, um, yeah. So after that, you know, I, I had put, like, my own little mixtape out in 2010. And, yeah, it was, like, 20 songs or something like that. But that's all I remember for them from that year. You had twenty songs in that. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Yeah. All produced and all written and all engineered by me. Yeah. Do you still produce or? Yeah, yeah, I dabble. You know, I I kind of come in and out. I, I I get in where I can when it comes to the production sometimes. But but now I understand more what you meant with the importance of teamwork. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy like right. to do twenty songs every day. Uh, yeah. So now I um like going into the next project, I want to kind of like be more hands on with. The production aspect because i've kind of like taken a step back from it and just kind of focused on more of the songwriting uh but this next project i kind of want to get more involved with the production but yeah 
Okay, moving on to the next year, mm -hmm. 2015. 2015. 2015 is the year my life changed, for sure. Uh, I dropped Aura 1. That's the project um, that ultimately got me signed. I was able to retire my mom. I was able to get signed. I think I just said that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was the... Um, that was the moment in the the project that changed my life was 2015 and or one drop and uh here we are 2019 people are still coming out to these shows and um selling out different venues and it's just it's been a crazy crazy ride a crazy ride yeah for sure and the the next stone the next milestone is probably going to be 2020 so we'll definitely ask that <laughs> yeah <time. laughs> we when we have you next time we'll definitely ask like what did you do in 2019? I came to UCLA Radio. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll go with this question. If you could perform one of your songs in front of the whole world, all what? 7 billion people, which, which one would you pick? Which record? That's a good question. Um, man, that's a crazy thing. That's a thing, crazy thing to think about. Um, probably... Um, needs, yeah, probably needs. That's one of my favorite. We songs, would probably so. <laughs> pick needs too. Like, yeah, we'll probably go sure. with that one too. Yeah. So, do you have any um, last messages that you want to send to young aspiring artists? Yeah, um, I think it's all about persistence. I think it's all about dedication to the to the to, to the learning of the craft, um, being open to criticism. Um, Taking everything with a grain of salt, just letting people or or, or taking advice and where you see fit. You know what I mean? Um, and at the end of the day, not allow if it's something that you want to do, not allowing it, not anyone to tell you otherwise that you can't do it. Um, it, it, it I think a lot of people, when it comes to their dreams, um, they their self themselves is the reason why they end up stopping, um, and not around, not a, not about the people around them. There's many times that I just felt like I, there's no way I'm gonna get signed. There's no way like people are gonna listen to my music on a on a global scale, um, and yeah, it happened to me. So I think it can happen to anybody. So yeah. Also, like when you mentioned criticism, I kind of want to ask you now that uh, you have more and more attention mm -hmm. and and maybe a little bit more pressure on you. How do you kind of like mute that social media in your life? Yeah. Um, when I'm working on projects, I tend to kind of like just fall fall back from social media as much as possible, um, just to focus on the music and focus on uh, what I, what my end goal is. Um, it's easy to kind of like, you know, go online and and see people saying this or that, um, but for me, I just kind of try to stay away from it and just try to focus as much as best or as best as I can on what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, and it, it took me like for Trouble in Paradise. It took me like a couple of years to drop the project. So I I literally didn't have much going on on my Instagram or anything for like two years. So people would always be like, "Yo, where the hell is this guy at?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to come back and do to to not be in the public eye as much for that long, and then to come back and sell venues out and you know go go crazy on these tours. It's it's, it's been crazy. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for nah, coming thank today. You. Thank you, guys. And it's been really inspiring, I think, for um, younger 
people who are like trying to just start yeah. within the music industry sure. and it's super competitive and I think you've been really inspiring to Thank them. Thank you. For more, subscribe to Came a Long Way on Came a Long Way Apple podcast page and follow us on Instagram at Came a Long Way.